Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the powerful teaching yesterday and the wonderful prayer that was made, Lord, in the morning encounters. And you endured all of it for us, Lord, that we might not have to suffer likewise, that the price might be paid once and for all and in full, that we might not suffer, but we might claim your finished works, receive your mercy and the grace that you pour into our hearts, into our lives that we might have that opportunity to be reunited with our Father, to rebuild our relationship from Him and with Him and no longer be estranged from Him. We thank You, Lord, that You offer us that free gift of salvation. There is nothing we can do to earn it. And all that we do is only always sinful and yet You still come to us with that offer of Your free gift of salvation despite all the sin. You call each one by name. We thank you, Lord, for that mercy. We thank you that you see beyond what we see as humans. We thank you that it was always your plan that none of us should perish. And of whom the Father gives you, you will lose none. But each one will be brought to eternal life into your kingdom. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing today. And you are quickening us in our spirit. So we enter your gates with thanksgiving, with praise, with glorifying of your name in our hearts. We enter your courts with those praise on our lips. And we enter the Holy of Holies, Father, as we enter our secret place to commune with you, to be one with you in the spirit. We enter the Holy of Holies by the blood of Jesus, by his finished works, whereby the veil was torn in two, cut apart, and we are given exposure, we are given the opportunity to step into your presence, Father. To worship in spirit and in truth. You break open your word to us. You reveal to us the deep and secret things. You open up to us the deeper mysteries that were not given to known to the others. You pour into our understanding out of your deep wisdom. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer, Lord, the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar in our prayer and with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap so that when we step in only adding our faith, you move on their behalf to bless, to protect, to revive, to renew to heal, to save. We thank you, Lord. And so in our prayer, Lord, we're remembering all of these, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our creator, the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the one who makes the parched land a pool of water, 
who makes for us a way through the wilderness. So that when we are called into that wilderness to step in there, when every direction looks the same and looks like it's heading nowhere, you make for us that way. The highway through the wilderness. You are the one that teaches us to profit. It is you who lead us by the way we should go. So you don't just make that way. You hold us by the hand. You provide your light. You illuminate the path. You show us the destination. And we pray in the name of his son Jesus, the one who is the way, the truth. The truth through which we have liberty, we have freedom. <laughs> the Lord, our redemption, the God, for salvation. The one who is a shield for us. Our glory, the lifter up of our heads, as Psalm 3 suggests. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the Lord who heals. Our daily bread, our manna given to us to feed us in the spirit. Coming straight down from heaven up until the day that we enter your kingdom, Father. Until the day we enter your house. And we pray in the name... <coughs> Excuse me. We pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of light and life and truth. The one who changes the times and seasons. The, ones who the one who reveals those to us through discernment. He is the spirit of victory, the spirit of El Shaddai, the all-powerful, the almighty. He is the spirit of life and the spirit of truth. Is the spirit who quickens us that we are charged to receive revelation from the Father. It is he who searches the deep archives of the Father to bring to us wisdom when we ask. And he says, let him who lacks ask. I would give ungrudgingly the full measure. Is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The same spirit who hovered over the void and formless earth, making it alive and beautiful. And he is now tabernacled within our body, sent to work with us and on us. That we might be lifted from being dead in the spirit to be made alive. That we might be raised up in his power and authority. And given his positional advantage in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. And it is he who partners with us. Through our Christian experience and through our ministry to bring glory to the Father and to the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision that we need, that we shall not be found lacking anything when it comes to abundance or dominion, which is your plan for us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny helpers. We cannot thank you enough, Lord, for every tiny little miracle that you continue to work in our lives, including the very fact that our heart keeps on beating nonstop even while we are asleep and never gets tired. 
that we are still alive. Despite all that we hear in our news every single day of wars, of famines, of drought, of storms, of accidents. Yet you do not stop providing for us our daily bread, our food that we eat. We thank you that you have blessed us with a shelter over our head, protection against environmental as well, environmental factors. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you that you call us to be with you every single day. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the blood of the new and eternal covenant of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and pure will for each of these lives, Lord. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like to reflect on one of the ways we look at what drives success in our pursuits. And yet in life, it is not always a predictor of successful outcomes. And Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11 talks about it where it says, I have seen something else under the sun. <clears throat> the writer says, and the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned but time and chance happen to them all. Opportunities come to them all. In other words, it says, and this is what the New Living Translation says. It's a very simple uh, text, so I thought that's a bit nice way to explain it. It says, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. It takes a shrewd strategist. The wise sometimes go hungry. And the skillful is not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. And that opportunity comes to everyone. Isn't that so true? 
the top businessmen today are not necessarily the most educated. In fact, the most educated ones work for these top businessmen. People could have been top in their schools or universities and yet not the most successful financially or even in their careers in terms of designations, positions. Some even end up struggling in life. And the not so smart ones do well. Others may call them lucky. And so much for favor when at times if you speak of God's favor and yet you see yourself in a position that is not really where you expect yourself to expect to see yourself. And that favor won't necessarily come to the most talented one. I'm sure each of us can think of at least one such miracle in our life where we know that it wasn't our ability, but God's intervention that produced that miracle or that outcome. There was nothing that we did that would count us as the fastest, that would count us as the strongest, that would count us as the wisest, that would count us as the most educated, like this verse says. And yet we had that outcome show up and manifest in our lives. When someone prayed for us or with us. What about David? He was a shepherd boy. Even in his own wildest dreams, he wouldn't have imagined that one day he would become king and a successful one at that. And yet he did. And there may have been others that have trained for it, prepared for it. In fact, there was a king that was currently reigning and he lost his throne to David. The battle is not always to the strongest. It just reminds us that despite all our capabilities, it does come down to who does God decide to bless <clears throat> and whom does he favor. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 13 says, consider the work of God. Now we're talking about the same work. For who can make that straight which he has made crooked? Who can correct what he has left flawed? Or who can bless one that God has chosen not to show favor to? And vice versa, who can stop that favor from coming to one that God has chosen to favor? Who can stand in the way and yet succeed? Satan can at times divert some paths, but not without your permission. He decides to obstruct. What about those that are victims of evil altars? God has a plan for each of these. Satan cunningly deceives them to give permission to that altar to act in their lives. And there, out of ignorance, it is we who permit that altar and then wonder why am I subject to all sorts of vicious activities in my life. Though capable, they can still be down there with no results to show. 
Sorry, I don't have any information about that. Too capable, they can still be down there. Give me a second. Sorry, I don't. Sorry about the disturbance there. So they might still even say life is unfair. Because that is the testimony, that is their experience. Time and chance can happen to all. It is important for us to discern those opportunities and more importantly, the blocks and the obstructions to your destiny so that you can work around them to maximize your chances. What about the time of testing? During this time, nothing may move. Time and chance may even be taken out of the equation. We saw that in our reflection on Friday. We reflected on Lamentations chapter 3, which says God himself can at times, in order, for a, in order to help us build and grow spiritually, there are times he himself may block certain pathways to us. And during that time, nothing may move. In such circumstances, when we discern that is part of God's testing, we need to surrender to him and wait on his process till he turns our captivity and opens those doors again. So it all comes down to discerning when is the right time, what is the opportunity available to us. Time and chance happen to everyone. But in general now, when we understand that it is not necessarily always only our capability that decides our success in all circumstances. We must discern when to submit things to God, when to surrender and step forward, when to lean on his wisdom and direction and not on our own. The race is not to the fastest, but if we use spiritual intelligence and involve God in it, we can make time and chance happen to us again. And that is the power of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for, for that gift of discernment and understanding in all our situations and our circumstances. So that when you provide those opportunities to us, when you show us certain truths that will help us navigate and negotiate against evil altars, 
that will help us cut down any legal access to anyone that might appear to steal from us. Through that discernment, we're able to step up, Lord. Through the spiritual intelligence that you provide, Lord, we are able to step into favor. Through what you reveal to us in your word, through your principles, through your prophecies, through your promises, through the deep mysteries that are hidden in your word. We are able to identify and to pick up the time and chance the seasons of our lifting. That we do not rest on our own abilities of considering ourselves to be the fastest, to be the strongest, to be the wisest or to be the most educated. But when we surrender and submit to you and we open our eyes of discernment, blessed by that gift that you give us, then that time and that chance shall not pass us by. Your glory, your lifting shall not pass us by without us capitalizing on it. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are in battle, facing division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara <laughs> 
Ananda <laughs> 
Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I felt this morning as um, Russell was being disturbed, there was there was a really big spiritual attack happening so that um, Russell's message and teaching today would not get out. And the scripture I've got is from 2 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it should leave me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness i will all the more gladly boast of my weakness that the power of christ may rest upon me for the sake of christ then i am content with weaknesses insults hardships persecutions and calamities for when i am weak then i am strong amen thank you jesus Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And scripture, the verse that was impressed on my heart during prayer was from Romans chapter 1, verse 11. It says, For I long to see you, that I may impart you, I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, to the end that you may be established. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are being blessed by these morning encounters. Brother Savio's daily powerful reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions on weekdays, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions. Please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family. Share the prayer group with them as well. Invite them to join if they feel blessed by these sessions. If they can't make it to the live sessions, you can point them to the recordings as well that are available on YouTube, on Spotify, as well as links posted on our Facebook page. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us, sharing the gospel and the good news in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank God you, bless Russell. everyone. Wonderful.